I'm Lauren. And I'm Ashley. And this, guys, is Nip Tuck Pod. We are your girl chat. We say the things you want to hear, the things that you're thinking but you don't want to say out loud. And we're all about being strong, aspirational women who basically don't give a... Uh, Lauren, anyway, if you want unfiltered chat, amazing beauty and product recommendations, then look no further, guys. This is the podcast where you will get all of the girly chat. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Do you know what? I promised myself I wasn't going to do this. I promised myself I was not going to get Sean Welby on and just talk to her about Roman Kemp's dad. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Vicky Patterson, The Secret 2. I am joined by none other than the gorgeous Sean Welby. Hello, Sean. Hello. Thank you for having me on. <laughs> My absolute pleasure. How are you doing, Petal? Do you know what? Not too bad. I can't really complain. I've got a week <laughs> off this week. It's been sunny in London. It's been a miracle. Honestly, so you've managed to wangle a week off? Yeah. How have you managed, how have you managed that? Well... Now it's quite handy because now I'm on um, Capital Breakfast. We all just get given set holidays. I don't even get a say in it. It's just like, you three are off, this, this, this. And so I'm not going to moan because it's before it was like trying to blag a holiday was the hardest thing ever. And now it's like, okay, I'll just take it. <laughs> right, me, I've got to ask. We had Roman Kemp on the pod a while back now. And I remember being like, startled like um, disgusted by how early he had to wake up now you're a lass so i'm wondering if there's any difference or if it's even worse what time do you have to get up to get to work in the morning oh mate roman milks it but he rolls out of bed and i swear to god i don't know how that boy makes it he gets in within a minute before the show starts it's sometimes his hair's still wet he's barely you know his clothes are from the night before i'm there i've curled my hair done my makeup <laughs> I'm getting up at like quarter past four. Oh, fuck off. <laughs> that, that, that's awful, mate. Like the only time I ever want to be up at like quarter past four is if I'm catching a flight or I'm still up for the night before. Those, in my opinion, are two of the only acceptable reasons to be up at that time. I take me hat off to you, Sean. Oh, mate, I, t- I do totally agree. And, it, and it's weird because you still wake up every morning with that same shock of like you're saying like, shit, I'm going to miss a flight. And then you're like, oh shit, no, it's work. And then it's worse. And then you're like, ah. Um, so it, 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 you never get used to it. And every morning you wake up startled. Yeah. I'm not surprised. Literally, like lockdown has made me so lazy. Like I've still kept working, well, sort of, like a semblance of work um, in the alarm clock. I thought you were going to say assembling things. It's like, what have you been making? <laughs> I'm an IKEA enthusiast, charm in my spare time. <laughs> you know, like a semblance of me job. And uh, yeah, me alarm went off the other day at nine and honestly I was like oh <laughs> I literally thought Disgusting. do I have to be up like it's made me so lazy but you of course have been working all through lockdown so it hasn't stopped for you at all has it no and in some ways I'm actually quite grateful of it because yeah. I don't know about you but you do like not only do you lose your routine but you sort of don't 
know anymore what's acceptable behavior you're sort of eating at all hours of the day i've started eating dinner at like eight in the morning eating weird really weird shit for dinner i've started eating like curry and fajitas and weird stuff what early doors yeah because the boys are animals right and we've got this (laughs) chef we've got this chef um capital who we're definitely taking the piss but he seems to like us and he seems to entertain it so in the morning we've started asking for more and more weird breakfast because normally it's just like a bit of toast or an omelette and now they're they're going too far we've been having curries and we've been having chicken fajitas and I was like at the beginning I was like you two are mental what are we doing and now I reckon I could eat anything for breakfast now I'm like starving (laughs) <laughs> I so love weird. that though. But if you are getting up at four o'clock in the morning, I suppose by ten o'clock it is your it is your lunchtime. Easy, yeah, isn't it? Yeah, but yeah, but then the worst thing is that now I'm inventing new meals because then I'm having like tea at two o'clock in the afternoon. <laughs> then I'm having tea number two. Then dinner. Then dinner two. Yeah, I'm just I not stopping blame. eating. I don't blame you. I'd be. I would be like the size of a semi-detached with a garage conversion, mate, if I was getting up at your time. No word of a lie. Because honestly, however long my days, it honestly affects how many meals I have every time. So if I just have one of those little short days, you know, bang average, I can stick to me main three. But if I have any longer than like a 12-hour, 14-hour day, I turn into a hobbit. Every meal has to have a second one, two breakfasts, two lunches. So if I was getting up at your time in the morning, mate, size of a house, easy. How do, you stay, how do you look so good? Don't. I've got a ring light on me. I've put some makeup on. I am cheating it. I am nah. cheating it. I, honestly, I, I've, I've put a stone on since doing that show. Like, it is... You, you're all out of sync. You're constantly tired. You're constantly eating because you're tired. Yeah. Um, I've just had to try and counteract it by doing pointless, aimless, boring 10,000 step walks. Yeah. Oh god! Honestly, I got into a bit of a I got into a bit of a routine with them ten thousand step walks, and I almost became like a bit addicted. And if I hadn't got me ten thousand steps in, I would be walking around my dining room table at like ten yeah. o'clock at night trying to get them in. Were you there as well? Honestly, that is me. <laughs> Ever since I've got this stupid watch that counts everything yeah. that you're doing, I, I'm obsessed as well. And I think it gets to like nine o'clock at night, and I think. Oh, I better go and walk to the chip shop and back just to get the rest of it. <laughs> and then it's cruel, isn't it? Because then you can smell the food and stuff. Yeah. But yeah, I have to do it all the time. Oh, but then as well, I was thinking, right, so whenever like, whenever I've knocked about with boys, whether it's like Geordie Shaw or whether it was just me pals, the amount they can eat compared to the amount oh. we can eat without putting on weight is unfair. It isn't fair, is it? It's, it's a right punch in the dick. Yeah, it makes me so angry with... When I've like, whenever I've got into a new relationship, the, the amount they eat, the fried stuff they eat, the constant takeaways, the double portions, and I'm and you can't help as a girl to put on weight because no. you're like, what is this new? I think when you left your own devices as a girl, when when you're single, you're almost in your most peak shape because you're just doing your own thing, yeah. and then the second you get with someone, you're running on their routine, and you're like, what is this? Yeah, I've I've got stuck in this new weight that I just can't get out of because I'm just eating boy food, boy boy portions, boy portions. I I think you look absolutely great, mate. So listen, oh thank you. Don't even worry about it. But I do totally understand what you're saying. Like when me and Erkan first got together, like I think 
you sort of, and even though I don't want to admit it, don't we all as girls do that whole like, oh no, I'll just have a salad. Don't yeah. we do, you know what I mean? Like, oh no, like, I'm not a big eater. Bullshit. I could outscran you anytime, son. <laughs> like literally, that is what I'm thinking. But then once you've been together about six months before, you know, you're the one getting the takeaways in, the portions are the same size. And I suppose it's the same thing with the lads, with, with Roman and Sonny, isn't it? You're in a work relationship. Yeah. I mean, to be fair, uh, like Roman's a different kettle of fish because he is actually I mean he he doesn't seem to put on any weight but he does live Lucky off brand flakes yeah he's one of those though that doesn't <laughs> actually really eat oh, I, I bet I bet he has the shits <laughs> like sorry Roman but I bet you ha- I bet you I bet you're regular like Bra- all that bran Jesus yeah oh but um yeah I don't, I don't know it just it, it, it's so maddening, isn't it? Because it's like, I also think it's, when you're like an upbeat person, the salad thing makes you feel boring. Or if you go, I'll just have a, a plain salmon. No. You, you, you feel so Fish. boring. So, yeah, and so when, when someone's going, should we get pizza and should we get dominoes in? Should we get a curry? You yeah. want to be part of the fun. Of so course. you're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, yeah, and then you end up... Um, Gaining five stones, so yeah, it's, <laughs> he's, uh, he can't win. No, I've, told, I've never thought of it like that, but I am so not a salad person. Like, try as I might, Sean, like, over the years, I've tried to be, like, a salad person. I've tried to be a sunrise yoga person. I've tried to be a green juice person and avocado. I've tried to be all of these people, right? And I'm not. Like, hats off yeah. to them. I, you, I, you're so wonderful, you people. Like, so amazing. But I'm not. I am a get-up-late always arrives late. I am a bacon sandwich. I am a burger. I am a, like, hates going to the gym, but forces herself. I'm that person. Definitely. Honestly, a hundred percent. And it's nice to hear it because I think so many, I don't know, you watch so many YouTube things, don't you? Or so many Instagram accounts and you feel like people are waking up at the crack of dawn, doing 5k, eating kale, doing a juice and going to bed. And you're like, I can't do any of this stuff. I really have to work, especially now I've gone into my 30s, I have to work so hard at it. I think before I had sort of a natural weight I sort of stayed around. Yeah. And I ate a pretty, if I had a bad day, I counteracted it with being quite healthy. And But now I feel like I have to really work. Like I feel like people say like, um, oh, I look at a biscuit and I put on a stone. But I used to always think I didn't relate to that at one point in my life. And now I'm in my 30s, I do. And I'm like, oh my God, I don't even dare have a mini egg. I'm just going to, oh, it's stressful. <laughs> Man, I feel like I'm. I feel like I'm talking to myself. Honestly, yeah. I swear to God, it's like looking in a mirror. So I like honestly, mate. In my in my twenties, I was able to kind of do what I wanted at the weekends. Like I've always been curvy, you know, and size ten, big boobs and a bum. But in, yeah, in me. In my 20s, I'd go out at the weekend, I'd drink what I wanted, I'd eat what I wanted. And providing that I was all right, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, I'd be back with a flat stomach by Thursday, just loving me life, ready to go out in a belly top on, on the town, paint it red, razz, yep. razzle-dazzle. But now, I swear to God, I have one Oreo milkshake and I literally gain a stone. <laughs> I hate myself for a month. Like, what the hell? There's so many things that nobody warned you about in your 30s or people tried to warn you about in your 30s, but we were too foolhardy to listen. I do sometimes think my arrogance got in the way when I was in my 20s. Oh, 100%. And, And I think it happens to us all. Like, 
in your 20s, you are basically superhuman. And like you say, I was drinking <laughs> Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Yep. And then I sort of, in the week, didn't eat like super healthy. And I barely did any exercise. I was walking a lot, but didn't do any. I wasn't gymming it. I've never been a gym goer. Mm. What's funny is now... I can look back. I don't know if you ever do this. I look back at pictures of when I used to think I oh, was don't. big. Don't. And I look at me now with fresh eyes and go, oh, my God, I want to look like that. And I used to hate looking like that. No, I want to look like it. Mate, it's the worst, like, especially lockdown. So, for example, I, I've been being, I don't know about you, but I've been being trolled by my own photo album on my phone. <laughs> yes, oh, my God, I me too. Wait a God. So I'm just sitting there casually on my phone and it pops up with, like, on this day last year, and you like obviously not now because on this day last year we were all still locked down. But a couple of months before, and I was having so much fun, and I was like looking at these pictures, like who is this fucking skinny happy girl? Because I tell you what, I didn't recognise her now. It's not me. <laughs> I'm squishy and sad, squishy and sad. I swear to God, John. So no, I am. Um, I I just think like I look back at all these moments where I remember looking in the mirror before I went out on a night out and being like oh I hate me thighs and oh I'm not sure on this outfit I don't know if it does anything for me or it is what it is I'm going out I remember all these conversations I used to have internally with myself um, and I look back now and I'm like what were you whinging about you skinny fool you you yes you you fool <laughs> you skinny fucker shut up <laughs> it's like you get angry at your old self. I, I, I feel exactly the same. My phone keeps trolling me, bringing up all these flashback pictures where at the time the I didn't appreciate. the life we used to live. Yeah. And oh. now I'm like, oh my God, exactly like you. I, I feel like I'm in the skinniest jeans. I'm out having drinks. I'm having my best time. Oh, I am really sick of lockdown and all of the squish. You know what? I can't blame lockdown. I was on this trajectory anyway. <laughs> who am I to blame lockdown? But you're a liar. I was really happy with her, Can. I don't know, like, we're, we're giving 30s, like, a really rough time, Sean. But has it brought you any sense of liberation? Because I feel like it has. Like, I feel like... Along with, you know, the three-day hangovers and the crow's feet that weren't here a couple of years ago, I've also got this, like, lovely sense of self. And I'm really like, you know what? This is me. This is the real Vicky Patterson. And if people don't like it, that's absolutely fine. I mean, I say that, but I still get really sensitive about it. But, you know, I'm, it's fine. I am who I am. I feel a bit liberated by my 30s. Do you know what I'm saying? Oh, 100%. And I think that's quite a nice thing is as you do get older, you get more and more comfortable with who you are. You're less trying to sort of... I get what you're saying. I still care about what people think, but you're less trying to over-impress. Yeah. And I've become less... I was like a proper pushover when it came to like being a bit too nice or doing a bit too many favours or, yeah. or feeling a lot of pressure to say yes to everybody. And now I've just chilled out a little bit and gone, you know what, I'm not going to even try it and come up with a stupid excuse. I'm just going to be honest and say, I can't be bothered to do this tonight or I'm not in the mood. Even with Zoom during lockdown, you just have to learn to be a bit more blunt, don't you? Yeah, do you know what, right? Like, honestly, my sister has always been like this, mate. Like, I swear to God, I'm the people pleaser in our group. So if someone says, like, do you want to help us move house? I'll be like, oh, yeah, I'm free that day, I'll do it. Do you want to yeah. go out for drinks? Yeah, I'll do it. I'll break my back to make sure I'm there for other people. And you don't mind doing it when it's people you love. But it was getting to the point where it was like some fella who'd coloured me head once I was helping him move. And I was like, what am I doing with my life? Yeah, I'm doing too much. 
So I, I always used to look at Laura, my younger sister, who is miles cooler than me, has got life figured out, beautiful baby, wonderful husband. She's kind of goals, if I'm honest. And like, she, she, I remember this conversation I had with her and she just got married and we were all in the WhatsApp group chat and we're like, oh, congratulations. Like, no, no, no. When you're back, we'll have to do this. And I was like, all the girls were like, oh, we can't wait to catch up. And Laura just puts in group, oh, no, I'm sorry. Like, I won't be doing any of that shit. <laughs> and we're like, we're like, what? What? Sorry? She's like, oh no, I'm fucking married now, hon. So I don't. Oh, I love it. I so she's like, I don't have to do anything I don't want to do. She's like, I'm not ever giving him blowjobs ever again. <laughs> she's <laughs> like, I'm not coming out to all these midweek things like after no. work, girls. Like it's just not me. I'm married. I'm focusing on that. And like you know, I felt so proud of my sister in that moment because you can say she's looking after number one. You can say like, oh god, you you can't forget who you were before you got married. But ultimately. She's protecting her peace and her happiness. And that is one happy boss bitch. Laura's so happy. And I think there's a lot to be learned from Laura's way of life. <laughs> oh, 100%. And I always, like, I always wish I had the balls to be really honest. and To be more Laura. I, yeah, to be a bit more Laura. We should all, what would Laura do? She'd be put on T-shirts and canvases. Um, Fuck all is probably yeah. the answer to that. Fuck all. <laughs> but yeah, like, people pleasing is the worst thing you waste hours of your life doing it and it mm. it's painful and something that i've realized later in life is that if you're a bit of a sensitive people pleaser you pr- presume that everyone's like that and that they'll be massively offended if you cancel on them or say no and most people don't care most people if you go you know what i'm not in the mood tonight they're like all right see you next week and you you stressed and you had anxiety over nothing. Oh no! So no. God, that's one thing that I'm trying to do more is just be like a bit more honest about what I actually want to do. Good for you as well, though, and that's what I mean about this this feeling where it's like your thirties. It does have this lovely liberating side to it, along with all the negative stuff that people harp on about. And I don't know. I have quite enjoyed it. I'm a little bit pissed off that I've been stuck inside for a year of it. <laughs> but other than that, I am loving. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. So, right, I'm dying to talk to you about, well, first of all, you like your start. So you were a weather girl first, right? So random. <laughs> yeah. How did you even get into something like that? Did you just really love the weather? Did you do it at uni? Like, tell me everything. Do you, can you do weather at uni? Is that right. a thing? <laughs> Vicky, this story is just so ridiculous. It it c- probably could never happen again. <clears throat> I, A, didn't even go to uni and B... 
didn't even do geography GCSE. So I didn't have a clue where anywhere, I've got no, I'm no good at maps. I'm still shit at it now, right? And I was just trying to be a presenter. And you know what it's like? You're doing every little job. And I was going up and down the country doing all sorts of little gigs. And I did an advert um, that was for a magazine. And I did that advert, got paid like 170 quid. Um, and then I went back to my day job at New Look, right? Thought nothing yes. of it. Oh, I love a that, bit of New Look. Go on, oh, good old New Look. <laughs> so I'm there back picking up clothes, doing the sale rail and all that. And meanwhile, this advert, little do I know, is playing on a loop in the Channel 5 offices, right? Uh-huh. And the boss, the owner of Channel 5 used to have this advert playing because he also owned all the magazines, like OK Magazine and New Magazine. And that's what the advert was for. And... Out of nowhere, apparently, he pointed at the screen and said, who's that girl? And someone went, oh, I don't know. They're like, get her in. And so they had to find out who I was. Yeah. Then randomly invite me down to London. I speak to like the head of Channel 5 at the time. They're asking me, what have you been doing? What have you been presenting? I told them a few stories. I hadn't done loads. Mm -hmm. I've been doing bits and bobs. Nothing really on mainstream telly or anything. And the guy was like, okay, and sort of, had this meeting, it all went well, but didn't say anything. Just went, yeah. lovely to meet you, Sean. Great to hear all this stuff you've been doing. Oh, mysterious. Then, yeah, and you've had meetings like that where you think nothing's going to come of it, but cool that I'm on their radar. That's kind of how I mm. took away. I was like, great. So I go back up to the Midlands, living in Nottingham at the time, and I get a call like two weeks later. And it was from this guy, and he said, hi, Sean. Um, you, you know I had a meeting two weeks ago with the, the head of Channel 5? I was like, yeah. They're like, They've got, they've got a job for you. And my brain is going mad. And I'm thinking of all the TV shows that I want to present. And I'm like, going, oh my God, oh my God, what is it? What is it? And there I am, like, I'm literally imagining them saying, you're taking over Anton Deck from Saturday Night Takeaway. Yeah. I'm, I'm waiting for that. Holly's out, go, you're in, Sean. <laughs> Get yourself on this morning, you got the gig. Yes, <laughs> my brain is literally going through all these shows. And I, I'm thinking, this is it. And they say to me, they want you to be the new weather girl on Channel 5. <laughs> And I'm not going to lie, for that split second, I wasn't that excited. I was a like, little what? bit disheartened. Yeah, I get it. And, and I, I just was confused. I was like, what do you mean? How do I just do the weather? I don't know anything about the weather. When do I start? They're like, you start, say it was October, I think. They're like, you start in November. You've got four weeks. They're going to send you down to the Met office for some training. And then you're on. And that was kind of it. No. So they literally just bundled you off to the Met office to learn all about the snow and the rain <laughs> and the sun and everything in between. And that was it, a month. And they were, you were expected to just be totally, totally across it. Honestly, yeah. Vicky, when I say I was clueless, so I was sat in the Met office and in there, there was, there was loads so of people. fancy. Was the Met office fancy? Really fancy. And, and in the room, there was loads of pilots, right? Because they had to learn the weather. Yeah, I mean, that was a bonus to the training. Um, fit ones. Load of, yeah, a lot of fit pilots yeah. just sat there doing this, doing all this <laughs> stuff. Because they have to learn the weather for the flying, right? So it was very technical. Well, that's so very reassuring, isn't it? I didn't well, know pilots had to do that, but <laughs> I feel pleased. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they don't drive through storms for the sake of it. Like, oh, shit. <laughs> Did you see that one there? <laughs> thought it was just a late shower. <laughs> So, so they're there and honestly, they're talking about, oh, isobars and all this stuff. And I put my hand up and I'm like, they're like, yes, Sean, what questions do you have? And I'm like, does there have to be clouds for it to rain? And the look on the guy's face, he was oh, like, no. yes, of course. It, like, that's how 
dumb. I what? Like, I did not know. I was like, I don't understand the weather. <laughs> I didn't even know that there had to be clouds for it to rain at this point. I think that's a very valid question. Like, Thank I didn't you. do geography at uni either. The whole tectonic plates thing was just <laughs> fucking painful. So I didn't learn anything. And I, I don't know. Like, I mean, it's a. Do you know what, Sean? Don't let him dis. Don't let him dishearten you. Yeah, I think that's a Thank very you. valid question. <laughs> There'll be a lot of people listening going, are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> Where does rain come from? <laughs> <laughs> Can it actually rain cats and dogs asking for a friend? <laughs> Please tell me you've got better, on. Please tell me you picked it up and you weren't just living a lie on Channel 5, making well, it, it up. Was, I, it was a bit... No, I wasn't making it up. Luckily, I got loads of prep every morning from meteorologists so the the bulk of the actual weather was given to me so I didn't get the forecast wrong and then it was just down to me to put it in my own words and present it if you know what I mean but so thankfully the in general it was accurate apart from the first week that I was on mm-hmm. and they forgot to put the Isle of Man on the map so that wasn't on there <laughs> so that was I a problem bet. And I also, they were all fuming while they're everyone from the Isle of Man. This strike me as a type of place that would really come for you. Like, they, did you oh, get, did you oh, get they did. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. so they, that was my first hate campaign that I'd actually <laughs> taken the Isle of Man off the map. So they weren't happy. And then <laughs> I stood too far to the right. And so every time I tried to point to the southwest, I was pointing to the southeast. Nice. Great. So that was a nightmare. Yeah. So, uh, um, yeah, it was carnage at the beginning. I, I want to see the headline on the day you missed off the Isle of Man. I would love it. It was just like, Sean Welby hates Isle of Man. Yeah, <laughs> <yes>. <laughs> oh, bless uh, you. But you know what, mate? Like, from what I've seen, you managed to put your own spin on things, didn't you? Well, honestly, that was to sort of keep me sane. And, and because, you know, like I've said, I didn't really, I didn't have that sort of interest in meteorology and weather and all that. All I wanted to do was have a laugh. So I just started doing dares with all the crew just Mm -hmm. to make them laugh. And I'd be like, give me a word, I'll sneak it in the forecast. And that's how all those puns and silly forecasts came about. Because I was just literally trying to make the crew laugh. I've got, I was watching a clip before we had you on. And it was the one time where you did like the Star Wars themed weather. Yeah, I absolutely love that. And you did the Back to the Future one as well, didn't you? Yeah, so it kind of started with with the Star Wars one that went big. And and because the bosses were like, obviously at the beginning, I used to sneak it in and not tell them. And then Mm -hmm. when I did that one, there were so many, I thought I was going to get absolutely bollocked, to be honest. And then (laughs) because I went too far with it, I put like 23 in there. Oh, you you took the piss. You totally took the piss. There was like more more Star Wars than weather. If you didn't know what I was doing, you'd think you were having a stroke, honestly. (laughs) Didn't make any sense. No, it was so good, Sean. But I suppose, like, if you haven't got that weather background and that real passion for rain, um, you did have to do something to keep it interesting. It did do the trick, though, didn't it, mate? Because it got you noticed. So you went from doing the weather, which I think we'll all agree, although it was a great gig and you made the most of it, wasn't quite your passion, was it? That, that's a great way to put it. Thank you. Yeah, perfectly put. Um, and you went from there straight on your own short heart. Yeah, buzzing. And how's, how did that go? Oh, honestly, like you say, I think I think honestly doing, doing the... This is also why in life you never know what job will take to the next and why you shouldn't... You should never really turn anything down in life because it eventually does take you on that weird journey. Yeah. But um, 
so I would have ne- I wanted to get into radio. I had no idea how I was going to do it. Thought I was going to have to be a DJ. And then who'd have thought by doing weird dares on the weather forecast, it kind of got the attention of, of the bosses there, saw that I was a bit of a laugh and I could obviously like, you know, present stuff and whatever. And yeah, next thing you know, I'm doing that show. And I, I was over the moon, to be fair. Like it was a great time slot. I got loads of big guests. I was over the moon. Oh, me. But, but you deserved it, though. Like, honestly, I think it's such an amazing story how you like that escalation. Um, and th- those clips, I'm not surprised they went viral. Absolutely hilarious. Sean, I will love talking to you in part one. Do you think you can join me in part two? Oh, go on then. Okay, we'll speak to you soon.